Welcome, folks, to a special edition of the DenCast podcast. It's March 22nd. It's our first annual free agency frenzy episode. I'm your host, Michael Wright, with my great friend, Ian Lind. Ian, how's it going today? It's going amazing, as always, Michael. It's about 65 degrees outside today. It is absolutely beautiful, and I am loving it. I wanted to thank you all for listening to our podcast this week. If this is your first time listening, we want to welcome you. If you've listened before, then welcome back. I'm just so excited to be talking about the Lions with you every single week, Michael. It's, it's truly a blessing. Oh, it is a blessing. I love talking about the Lions. It's funny. It, it is 65 degrees right now. We're recording this on Sunday. We threw the football a little bit before this, and we were in the car talking about the Lions for like a good 20. The whole time we're in the car, we're talking about the Lions, the NFL. And that's, you know, when we started this podcast, we introduced ourselves as just a couple of fans who love the Lions, love the NFL. And we're excited that we get to bring that conversation in our half baked regular fan ideas and our takes with all of you again this week so let's get into it so much news from this week our free agency frenzy episode we're not going to go in any order but i am going to start all the way back on monday big news big signings we re-signed romeo aquara and jalen reeves maben uh this sits very well with me you know i'm a fan of both players ian uh, reeves, reeves maben signed only a one-year deal romeo aquara signed a three-year deal worth 39 million dollars and Ian, I just want to make sure you're happy to see these players stay, right? And and if you are, or even if you're not, what implications do you think this was going to have on our 2021 draft class? I'm extremely happy to see both of these guys re-sign, Michael. Um, Romeo Aquara, he's he's an absolute playmaker off the edge. He led our team in sacks. He, he's a guy who's going to get it done, so I'm glad we got him locked in for, for the next few years. Jalen Reeves-Maven, fast linebacker, pretty good in coverage, but what he is is he's a special teams ace, um, and he's a great, great piece to our team, so I'm glad we got him re-signed as well. And how is this going to affect our 2021 draft class? Well, I think we still could sign a few guys at the linebacker position or the defensive end position. But anytime you can lock down guys who are uh, who are talented like that, it certainly helps your team. I'm so grateful you said that, Ian. Uh, honestly, I, how I look at it is with the draft, I keep on thinking I know what we're going to draft, and then it goes out the window. Like, you know, with the whole Williams signing with – with these extensions, I don't know who we're going to draft, and I think that really helps our situation in terms of our, you know, what we could do in terms of trading picks and stuff. So I think that the Lions are really playing this smart. Obviously, I'm very happy to see both of those players sign. It's They're both very good, and I think that under a different coaching scheme, under a different coaching staff, these guys are going to make a big splash in the NFL. I think so, too. All right, so <laughs> glad we got through that, Ian. Uh there's more news. The first thing I want to say with my favorite lion, you know, I mean, you know who my favorite lion is. He scored a lot of points. Scored a lot of points. Uh, Matt Prater is no longer with us. Uh, went to the Cardinals. We actually, we, so when Ian broke the news to me about this, uh, I was driving to my parents' house an hour away from where I live, and I had packed my Prater jersey to wear the next day when I changed clothes, and Ian called me. He's like, dude, did you see the news? And uh I didn't see the news. So we started recording. Unfortunately, that recording didn't work out, but it was so funny. Uh, my reaction, I was very upset. Prater is now with the Cardinals, and we signed Bullocks. They are getting a dog, man. They're getting a 50-yard bomber. Dude, Prater, best kicker in the NFL. Absolute best kicker. I believe so. 
Bullocks, what a downgrade. I mean, I don't mean to trash one of our own, but geez, what a downgrade. Yeah, Randy Randy Bullock didn't have the uh, the type of success maybe you was, that we would have. Was I saying Bullocks? You were saying Bullocks. Well, because <laughs> right. I made a joke. Oh, Bullocks. Yeah. Like Randy Bullock. Oh, Bullocks. Yeah, no, I I get it. You know, I think, especially with the dra- you know, with the. He's fifty percent. He's fifty percent from fifty yards plus. We all know Prater was much more than that. Yeah, and I know that with you know, he, Prater deserves to get paid, and we didn't necessarily have that room to pay a kicker. Question again: how, What are the implications? Do you think this has for a twenty twenty one draft class? Do we draft a kicker seventh overall? Seventh overall, we draft a kicker. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm just playing with you. Uh, <laughs> no, so obviously that's upsetting a lot of fans. It's you know it's really sad to see such a a great great legend of this team go. I think he's going to be welcome into the pride of the lions which is the lions hall of fame he definitely will be uh but he's a legend there's so much news i gotta get to i wish i could talk more about my favorite memories with prater we'll get to those at a different episode maybe next week uh but next up michael brockers signed an ex- he, not only did he sign on wednesday he signed an extension over the weekend worth 24 million dollars 11 million guaranteed probably through the 2022 season I'm extremely excited about Michael Brockers, man, for him to reunite with Holmes. And he's a guy who had a lot of production on the Rams. He's a great player. He really is a great player. And and I'm not too familiar with him yet. I know you you were really hyping him up, getting me so excited about him, as you do with a lot of things the Lions do. Yeah. I kind of, you know, you're a diehard <laughs> fan. Tell me, what is what do you see in Michael Brockers? What what do you think he's going to bring to the team? He's a dog, man. He can He can rush the passer. He can do a lot of things. He, he was a captain on that defense for a reason, and, and that was the number one defense uh, statistically overall in the league this past season, and, and Michael Brockers was a big reason why. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you know, a lot of people talk about Aaron Donald on the Rams, but, you know, I think he's just one part of a great defense that was on that unit. Uh, you know, I'm very excited to see that we're finally building. We're bringing in some proven guys in the defense, not just kind of washed up Absolutely. has-beens as we have done in the past. And, and we're trying to revamp our defense, and, and that's exactly what we need. Exactly, and you know my biggest worry was the defense this year. I, I felt like we, it was just so depleted, and I'm feeling better about it now, especially you know with the Aquaras and the Reeves Maben resigning, the Michael Brocker signing. I think if we get some draft space, you know, get some draft capital on the defense, I think we're going to do really well. Right. Um, and that's going to be our biggest area of improvement this year. I mean, we can't go down. We're putting a lot of resources into it, and we have a lot of the, a lot of good people uh, working to revamp that whole room. Yeah, I mean. And like like I was just saying, there's no way we could go down in defense. We're no. o- only room for improvement. So it's glad to see that we're putting that much effort into a, an area that we struggled in the last few years with a defensive-minded head coach. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna skip ahead because there's so much news to get to. We cut a lot of people. Ian, can you please give us the list of the people we have cut so far? We did. We cut nickel corner Justin Coleman, tight end Jesse James, interior O-lineman Joe Dahl, defensive tackle Danny Shelton, cornerback Desmond Trufant, quarterback Chase Daniel, um, and and those were the players that we cut to clear cap space. So let's get into some of those players. First off, Desmond Trufant, not going to miss you. Not going to miss you. I, I'm not going to miss him. Yeah, we did talk about him a couple weeks ago on the on the podcast. And he, what it boiled down to is that he just didn't have the production that we would have liked to see from a, from a big veteran free agency pickup like that um, the, this past season. But there were scheme issues. There was other issues. But that's neither here nor there. We're trying to rebuild that room. Exactly. And also, uh, tight end Jesse James. A lot of people were not happy that we signed him. They weren't happy with the contract we gave him. I You know, I, I understand the contract we gave him because he, he was a pretty – 
decent tight end in the league, but the problem is we had t- you know T.J. Hawkinson right. to be given that much money to a tight end, a backup tight end that is it didn't produce like he did. I think it's great we cut him. I mean, I'm not sad to see him go. It, he he's a proven guy in the league. You know he he made his mark. You know playing uh, playing for the Steelers was it? And you know just yep. And, and now we brought in Josh Hill to be a, to be a good blocking tight end and a good depth tight end behind Hawkinson, like we had talked about. So I think it's the right move letting James go and bringing in Hill. Yeah, yeah. We talked about last episode about how happy I, I it's a good trade off. I'm happy to see him go. Justin Coleman, you know, I I would have liked to see us keep Justin Coleman. Yeah, I I, I like Justin Coleman. He was a good player. Uh, you know, he's one of the better players on defense that we had in our on our terrible unit. I think mm-hmm. maybe under a different. Coaching staff, he he might have done well, but maybe he just wasn't the right fit for you know who's in who's in the office, who's who's running the show. Uh, so we don't know the situation. In as as we've talked about multiple times, the the salary cap went down, so maybe it just made sense to to cut him. But I'm a little sad to see him go. Uh, what do you did you like Justin Coleman? Ian? Did you think that he was something that you know somebody we would have liked to see kept on our team? I did like Justin Coleman. I actually thought he was uh, he was probably on the on the top end of for nickel corners in the league. Probably one of the better uh, nickel corners, and the Miami Dolphins signed him. Yeah. Um, and and he's still a good player with a lot of gas left in the tank. So I think it was more so just a just with the culture shift and with the cap uh, that we're trying to save. I think that's kind of more so what it was. We got to bring somebody else in there at nickel corner. Uh, yeah. I, I, I would have liked to have seen us uh, bring in Troy Hill, but that's not going to happen. He signed with uh, he signed with somebody. Yeah, so uh, next up, uh, Chase Daniel. What a career this guy's had! I we were talking about <laughs> this. We were talking about this over uh, on the car ride when we were driving to lunch today. And Chase Daniel, he has. If you add up all the money that Chase Daniel has made per touchdown, uh, or per pass, I, it's I something ridiculous like two two mil per touchdown ridiculous. or something, think, right? Yeah. Over. So so he's actually made. Uh, He's made four million nine hundred one thousand three hundred nine dollars per touchdown thrown. Oh my goodness! He's, dude, what a that's like the that's the Legendary. life, dude. That's the life. You literally don't ever play; you just get paid bank. Like that's that's the perfect <laughs> backup career. I I would love to be a backup quarterback in the NFL. Just just sit out, come in once in a while, make a scene, and then get paid. Like that's yeah. the life, dude. That's the absolute life. Yep, he's a good backup, but yeah, we need, we need to clear cap. Bottom line, and so. uh we did bring in Tim Boyle from the Green Bay Packers as our as our new backup quarterback for now. It's looking like so we'll see what Tim Boyle has in store. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, I haven't really seen him play. I don't I don't remember him in college, so we'll see what he brings. We were talking about this too. We need to have a good backup. Of course, that was one of the things we talked about in one of our first episodes is how we need a good backup, and I'm hoping that Tim Boyle can do that for us. I mean, I would have loved to see us get someone like Andy Dalton to be our backup or something like that, mm-hmm. but. But I'll t- I'll take anybody at this point if if you know the kneecap cooker the kneecap biter thinks it's going to work. Maybe we'll even take a chance on a guy later on in the draft or something. Assuming we don't draft one earlier in the draft, uh, maybe we'll take a chance on a guy later on in the draft, and him and Tim Boyle can kind of battle it out for that uh, backup spot. Exactly, and you know what? I I'm still not ruling it out that we're going to take a quarterback in the draft. No, neither am I. As each episode passes, I have more questions about who we're going to draft. Oh yeah, and I think I, we're all antsy. I know, and I know we talked about before how as you get closer to the draft, how there's a little bit of, you know, smoke and mirrors, and how a bunch of these media outlets just come out with headlines to get you to click them and read the articles about, you know, saying we're going to draft anybody. They so throw the you, whole, can, you can't believe anything you hear this time but, of year. But you this can't. time, I truly feel like I don't, I don't know what to believe. You know, so 
Moving on, uh, we signed wide, rece- wide receiver Brashad Perryman to a one-year deal worth $3 million. Love it. What a steal. He is a playmaker, man. He is fast. He's shifty. He's quick. He can run the whole route tree effectively. He's a playmaker all around. One year, $3 million. And I was wondering, why Why is it such a good deal? You actually know why. Because his dad used to play for the Detroit Lions uh, way back. And he, he really wanted to be a part of the Lions organization. So I think that had something to do with the uh, with the cap friendly deal there with Perriman. Big yeah, shout out to him. Exactly. It wasn't about it wasn't about the money for him. It was about who he wanted to play for. Which it, for me, that's always a good sign to me when an organization is getting people that want to be there because they want to be there. It's not all about the money. I mean, I know we talked before about uh, was it Eric Ebron that we were talking about? Uh, I believe it was. Yeah, playing video games up until the middle of the night. You know, he was just collecting. Yep. I feel like he's just collecting a paycheck. But you know, getting people on our team that passionate are passionate passionate about the organization passionate about the game want to succeed for themselves that just makes that it makes me feel good um it's awesome i like what the early stages of what we're doing with our wide receiver room rebuild yeah so uh the steelers signed miles killabrew um he was a special teams ace i mean he led our team in special teams tackles this past season i believe um and he, he was constantly making a lot of plays on special teams that's really all he was that's really what his strengths were in the end we did draft him to be a safety and then he tried a little bit of linebacker and stuff like that and he he was kind of playing a few snaps in our defense in the mix but but special teams is really where he stood out so yeah we actually we lost quite a bit on special teams you know Mm -hmm. we lost our coordinator at the end of the last year we lost miles killer and more importantly we lost jamal agnew signed with the jags jamal agnew is one of the most you either hate him or you love him um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't like him just because he had a couple of those drops, you know, was it two years ago? Um, but he's a great punt returner, great kick returner. All pro. Um, he went to the Jaguars, and so did Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones um, and Jamal Agnew. Yep. So it's his season. That's a shout-out for all of you that know the... They're going to be catching passes from Trevor Lawrence next dude, year. That'll be pretty cool for the them. Ja- the Jags. I'm so excited to watch Urban Meyer coach the Jags oh my goodness. with Trevor Lawrence at the helm. They got Marvin Jones Jr., one of the better you know wide receivers in the league, most underrated, I think. Oh yeah, you know. I think him and Lawrence are going to be connecting. Yeah, dude, you got Jamal Agnew. You know, they got a team. They have a few other people that uh, signed with the Jags. DJ Chark. Yeah, dude, it's it's going to be great. So, um, Jags could be one of those teams that go from uh, worst to first in their division. I think we were talking about we're, that. The we other were day. talking about that. If uh, if we had to pick a team that I think every year for the last however many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, a team has gone from the bottom of their division to the first in their division. I said it, it might be the San Francisco 49ers. You know, what was your original answer? Be my, my original answer was the Detroit lions, and, but I'm not allowed the, to, uh, I'm not allowed to say that he's not allowed to say it, but the funny thing is, is Ian actually believes that the Detroit lions are going to be number one. That's the best part about it. I, I honestly do. I really love, <laughs> love what we're doing. I, I, love, I wish I love you what folks, we're building and, Ian really dials it back during this podcast to be a little bit more realist, but I wish you folks knew how, just how much he drinks that Kool-Aid. I mean, he 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 honestly thinks the Lions are going to be number one in our division next year. Ian, I will give you a thousand dollars if Deal. you're right about that. Are Deal. You... I love this team. I believe in this team, and I believe in what we're building. And we're if they finish last, hold on, I'm not done yet. If they finish last, you have to wash my car. Okay. All right. So that's a deal. That's folks. You heard it on here. Thanks for the free money. I, and tweet at us at Dencast Podcast to make sure that. That we were right about this. If they finish in the middle of the road, who cares? We're not going to do anything. But that's the bet. Also, I'm very proud of you because we've made it through over half the podcast so far, and you have not mentioned Matthew Stafford getting traded to the Rams. We're going to get to that. We, 
we we had some emails about people saying how we have mentioned that every episode and then we we say we'll keep i know we it. already talked about it i know that we you know we covered this we beat the dead horse and yet we still talk about it. and here i am talking about it now he's an extremely important part of he was an extremely important part of our team for an extremely long time yeah um and, and he's a guy we really admire and respect so <laughs> I, I don't think it can be overstated or talked about enough to be no. honest with you no it can't and he was introduced to the rams organization this week and seeing all the rams seeing the rams twitter and seeing their pr department all the fanfare they put out for welcoming matthew stafford oh my goodness it was and, then the, and, then, was and then the uh the counter to that the the uh the golf stuff for the lions it was weird seeing go- uh golf in a lions uniform and yeah dude i'm not gonna lie matthew stafford in that blue and yellow kind of candy kind of candy kind of candy. candy we can't swear on this podcast but kind of candy I, cotton candy it's a candy butt, <laughs> candy butt uniform but but since we're on the subject real quick the, oh the sta- <laughs> i knew this was, all right i should have brought it let's go ahead go ahead the stafford goodbye video man i i oh teared up God. during that video nine so minutes touching just the fact it's not as soon as i saw it was nine minutes i said oh i'm gonna cry it was so touching <laughs> I, knew I was gonna cry but he cares so much about this city and and he still does and the funny thing is is that i people at work uh that i work with at my job this this obviously isn't my job but people i work with who listen to this podcast said you do did you see the did you see the stafford goodbye video like what a video and they knew that they just know how big of a fan i am and obviously i was uh, upset when i saw that yeah. it was just it was a so well produced it, it was also cool to just see uh how he talked about how he he was never one to want to be in the spotlight or want to be have his name in the headlines or anything like that but he was. He showed how thankful he was. He talked about how thankful he was for all the support that the fans in the city of Detroit and the Lions organization gave him and Kelly during that time of yeah. need when when she had the brain tumor and everything. And he he's just so thankful. He'll always be a great part of the city. I'm glad things ended on such a good note. And uh, it'd be cool to see him uh, standing in Ford Field wearing a gold jacket one day at a Lions game. Hundred percent, dude. Speaking of Ford Field, I got I got to. Oh share yes, my, sir. I gotta share my update with the fans. So, folks, this is just a humble brag. I, sh- I don't even know what I'm talking about on the podcast, but I fulfilled a Lions dream of mine. Michael's this dream. Week, this week, I got Lions season tickets for the 2021 season. Ooh. Now, obviously, hopefully there's fans at the games. Uh, <laughs> that would, that would, could you imagine I get 20, <laughs> I get season tickets and then there's no fans at the games? Or, oh, my that goodness. Would, that would be the biggest, biggest letdown. But the cool thing is I'm going to brag a little bit. These, That's okay. These Lions season tickets aren't just any Lions season tickets. They're Club 200 level tickets where I get, you know, the unlimited food. I get the little lounge area. You know, I get – I'm right on the 40-yard line. This is – this is – dude, the day – Cream of the crop. The day I got these tickets, the day and, – and it's been a long road coming to get these. The day I got these tickets, I danced, just danced. There was no music playing. I was just dancing for about half an hour, just – I, I As was any at, fan should I was, be. I was at work with coworkers, with my boss, and I was dancing. <laughs> On the way home, I was literally, I was talking to my fiance, and I literally was like this. I said, like, she said a question like, like, hey, how was your day? You know, I, I'm really excited about your tickets, and I, and this is my response. I got Lions season tickets! Woo! That's a, that's a dream come true, man. That's probably Dude, probably one of the most exciting things that, that a fan can do. I, I was so excited. So. Luckily, what that brings us, though, is we get – I think we're going to try to get access to – and we're, we're going to make promises we might not be able to keep because of coronavirus, but we're hoping to do a podcast from training camp because of this. We really want to bring that to you guys. So stay tuned for that. You know, we're, we're really hoping that this can en- enhance our podcast experience. And the funny thing is is that after the game, 
for for our post game podcast. I'm gonna do it live from Ford Field. I think. I think I'm gonna yeah. be recording live from Ford Field. So that would be amazing. Um, um, but depending on COVID protocols for training camp, didn't you say we, we may get to meet a few of the players? We may get to record a little bit from training camp. Exactly. We may. I don't know if we can record the players, but not the players. But, but we, we maybe do a little. We podcast will get to ourselves. record from Ford, Ford Field watching training camp. Depending on COVID protocols, we'll, we'll that'll be wait to be seen. I'm really hoping we get to do that. Honestly, it. Oh my gosh, this is. It's. I, it would be surreal to to shake hands with any of those guys. Oh, the sad part is, is that when I. When I got these tickets, I said, I want to meet Matt Prater. Oh, I know. That is what you said. I said that I right, remember you right saying before that. the news came out. I was walking right in to get dinner. Right before Prater signed with the card. And I said, I can't. Dude, imagine Shay. I could hand him a Bud Light and tell yeah, him, dude, just, just drink watch this. Just chug and, that thing. He's, a, he's he a dude that, that likes back Bud so Light. Fast. He likes Bud Light, you know? Who's the sponsor for the Lions? He likes Miller Light. Doesn't he look like a guy who can just probably just oh. remove 12 ounces of liquid from a bottle in about <laughs> Dude, 2.3 I, seconds? I said this before. I think he downs one. He does, he shotguns a beer before each kick. You look at his face. <laughs> uh, yeah, after each he looks more drunk each kick he comes out. And I said this. This is like a joke I said for a while. But, yeah, the dude loves beer. The reason he came on the Lions is because of a DUI. I mean, it's you know, a beer's the perfect gift. Like, He's a legend, though. He's <laughs> so, a legend with right. a rocket for a leg. All right, we got one more actually uh, signing we got to talk about. Uh, defensive end Charles Harris, 22nd overall pick in the 2017 NFL Draft. I don't know why I said NFL Draft because obviously it's the NFL Draft. He was drafted by the Falcons. Um, Has- yeah, he hasn't quite lived up to the hype. Um, he, I think he's had one and a half sacks over the last couple seasons. But a lot of people believe he is trending in the right direction fundamentally, and he may be able to uh, to kind of be a guy in that rotation for us or kind of open things up under uh, under uh, under a new scheme for us. Yeah, I don't know the exact terms of his contract. Like, I don't I don't think he was signed to a ton. Uh, I think it was more of a value no. pick just to get somebody to fill the space. And, exactly. And even if he's a backup, you know, we can. It's good to have good backups, you know. Totally. And if he's showing, if he's showing that he's trending in the right direction, that's always a good sign. We might be able to get the most out of him. Yeah, and so last up, the biggest news, the biggest news in all of free agency in my mind, yes. the number one wide receiver uh, free agent, Kenny Galladay signed with the New York Giants. He did. Eighteen and a half million dollars a year, I believe. Uh, it's a seventy-two million dollar deal over the next four years, and he's got forty million dollars of that guaranteed. So great work by his agent to get him such a great deal, and uh, and and wait on it a little bit, and not not settle. Yeah, it, it's a really good deal. I'm really happy for Kenny. I'm really happy that you know he he got the money he deserved. I'm I'm happy for the Giants that they took another one of our receivers. I mean, what is that? Three receivers now that they've taken. Yeah, they've, us? they've been poaching our receivers the last few seasons, huh? Golden, yeah. Golden Tate, T.J. Jones, now Galladay. Who's yeah. next, man? I don't know who's next. Yeah, they've been. They the Giants love taking Lions receivers, but that goes back to you know Robert Prince. <laughs> yes, uh, Robert Prince, our former wide receivers coach. He, uh, I think we're kind of a wide receiver factory here in Detroit, and I think a lot of that was due to, due to uh, really good wide receiver coaching. But just historically, it seems like we've we've had pretty good receivers. Yeah, no, I I hundred percent agree with that. You know, I I last episode I talked about how I don't want to listen to my emotional side with this Kenny Galladay signing. I want to listen to my rational side, but it it really hurts to see Kenny Galladay on a on a different team in a different uniform and you know it's it's now that it's real it it hits home and I I was a big fan of him I mean he was one of my favorite Lions and you know I got his picture up on my wall still and I don't think he'll ever be taken down just seeing him seeing him be drafted and and seeing him 
seeing the headlines of him uh, of you know rookie rookie wide receiver Kenny Galladay third round pick ma- making big plays in, in in training camp and at practice and he might get some playing time and things like that and then and just going to his just going to the opening game that that year and and seeing him make plays I mean yeah not only that but you saw his first career touchdown first pass. career touchdown, touchdown pass catch. yeah in, and I was in that corner of the end zone that, I know. that he made it in. I know. that. that I remember you, you always tell me that story. You love that story. And it's just – that's the great thing about being a fan of a team. That's the great thing about being a fan of the Lions. And, you know, being a fan of any team is those those memories of those players and the memories of great moments in, you know, It's games just – it happens so fast. It's, it feels like we just drafted him. I know. He's such a, such a dynamic player. And that's 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 the thing, folks. Real fans grow attachments to the people on the team. They're almost like family. So sometimes it's sad to see them go. But at the end of the day, we want to see this team succeed. And I think our front office is doing what it needs to do to make that happen. Absolutely. So he, he got he got the money he wanted. Exactly. So I think that kind of wraps things up for today. We have a lot, a lot that we covered. Uh, we kind of touched on a little bit of every move this week. Free agency. What a fun time to be a Lions fan because every offseason is our season of hope. It's the season where we think this could be the year. Most definitely. And I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, Ian. Oh, I've got a couple gallons brewing right now. Listen, listen to this. Ready? That's that ASMR. That's that That's that Kool-Aid, folks. I'm drinking that Kool-Aid. So uh, we're going to end things today a little differently because this is our first annual free agency episode. Off-season, like I said, is a season of hope. It's a season of faith. It's a season of this is going to be our year. Season of building. Season of building. And, folks, I I actually I made you a little something. I'm going to take you to church. I'm gonna Can make I you, get an amen? I'm going to make you believe in these lions. What started off as me trying to write a parody about the Detroit Lions by of Shawn Mendes' Wonder Song turned into something completely different that we're going to bring you at the end of this episode. A beautiful sermon. So so you want to stay tuned for that. Don't forget, folks, you can still win a draft cap. We're giving two of those away before the draft. As soon as they're released, we're going to draw for them. So tweet, Come and get those things. So you want to follow us and tweet at us, at Duncast Podcast on Twitter. We're trying to grow that thing. Also, you can email us your suggestions, your comments, stuff you want us to talk about. If you don't like something about the podcast, email us. We take criticism. That, Absolutely. That email is different than the than the Twitter. It's actually podcastdencast. Switch it around. Podcastdencast at gmail.com. Email us there. We've gotten a few suggestions over the Comments, over, questions, yeah. suggestions, anything. Hit us with it. We've gotten a few comments. I've I've had some some personal friends email some some joke emails in there. But, <laughs> but no, I've actually had I've heard from some of you. Uh be sure to share the podcast with other Lions fans. We really, you know, we we're not doing this because we're in it for the glory. We're in this because we love the Detroit Lions. We love talking about it with each other, and we want to share that with you. So, uh, brand new studio today. We're finally in studio. Oh yeah, we got the real setup now, um, folks. That's all we have for tonight or for today, Monday, March twenty second, first annual free agency frenzy episode. Next year, we're gonna do something a little bit crazier. Not just make a song, but you know what, folks? Here it is, the sermon wonder detroit lions edition folks thank you for listening to the pod to the podcast today have a blessed week everybody see you next time and stay biting off those kneecaps folks
I wonder if I'm being real Should we have given Kenny G a better deal? I wonder, wouldn't it be fine To see our QB again wearing number nine? I wonder if we ever will succeed Just one playoff win is all that I need I wonder, I wonder Folks, I wonder about the Detroit Lions. I wonder if we're going to win a game. If we're going to make the playoffs in the next five years. I really... I wonder how Dan Campbell is going to do leading this team to sustain success. And I wonder how Brad Holmes is going to make this team successful. And you know what? I think that we have the right people in place to do it. Folks, are you with me? The church, can I get an amen? You know, a wise man once told me that Lions fans are the only real fans in the world because they live by faith and they live by hope. They miss Thanksgivings with their family to be with their team. They miss Sunday gatherings to watch a team that they love so dearly suffer defeat, suffer pain. And guess what, folks? That's no more. That's no more because we have the kneecap cooker, the kneecap biter. We have Dan Campbell in charge. And Jared Goff, folks. I mean, I don't know how I feel about him, but he might get us somewhere. We're doing a rebuild right this time, folks. Can I get an amen? You know, for so long, I thought that we were just, just trash. And that, you know, we would never be able to come back from Patricia. But folks, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I am drinking the Kool-Aid and I am singing the praises of Sheila Fordham. I think she might be the best owner this organization has ever had.